Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert, and I am a therapist on a mission to bridge the gap between mental and emotional health and faith. Today, you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. These episodes are meant to be educational, not a replacement for your therapist. This month, we aren't in a specific series. Instead, I felt the Lord directing me to share what He puts on my heart for the week. This is also known as a word and do season. Last week's phrase was, expect a miracle. I don't know about those of you who listen, but I personally experienced some miracles. So if that was you, please make sure you're sharing those with us. We love reading those. Today's word is, you are secure. Now, security is a basic need of all humans, especially women, but very much so all humans. In fact, now you may have heard of this before, but if you haven't, it is called Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. And here is how this hierarchy goes. At the very bottom, there are physiological needs, meaning, you know, food, shelter, water, that type of thing. Next, right above, right above that, is safety. And then there's love and belonging, esteem, and then self-actualization. And the concept behind this hierarchy is really very simple in just that when someone comes to counseling or even just any time in life we're trying to help somebody and they don't have their very basic needs met, like just food and shelter and water, it's really hard to jump in and say, oh, and let's work on your self-esteem, right? Because they're just not even there. They're, they've got to have their basic needs met before we can even dive into doing some deep work, right? But I find it very interesting that right above our basic needs is that need for safety. Safety, another word for that is security, right? And so here's where this came, though. Let's bring this back around. You know, my heart is the mental health piece, but also the faith piece. Here's where this word for this week came from. I had a conversation with my husband. By the way, the day this is releasing is his birthday. So happy birthday, honey. He is so wise. He does not like to be on stages. He does not like, you know, having the microphone and he has no desire to have his face and name known, but he's so very wise. And if you've heard me speak for long or read any of my teachings, you've probably heard me quote him several times because he just always gives me nuggets of wisdom. And this was something that him and I were talking about. And let me tell you kind of where it came from. And then him and I were talking about it is um, as a Christian counselor, but also honestly, just even as a woman myself, I see many women, like I said, myself included, we don't doubt our salvation, right? But we doubt our worth. We sing those songs. I am a child of God. We wear the shirts. We have the mugs, you know, daughter of the king, but we don't act like it. And him and I were just discussing this um, more so for me. And I was talking with him about, you know, just these different things that have come up. And, you know, I know these things in my head, but why then do sometimes I find myself going into that place of hustling and striving and insecurity and doubt? And he gave me this visual about being a servant, like a hired servant versus a son mindset. And he was like, Rachel, it's kind of like if I was the 
homeowner and I had, you know, hired servants, you know, people who came to, to mow the lawn, to, to clean the house. And in fact, a lot of us do this. We don't call them servants anymore. Right. But, you know, we might say, Hey, there's my lawn guys here. And, Oh, the, you know, the cleaning uh, company is here and we hire those people. Right. So they're hired. I'm going to call it servants for today's purposes. I know we don't call them servants, but they're hired servants, right? We have, we have hired them to come help us with something and they're there and they're working. But let's just say that those servants decided, oh, I'm not going to come today, or I'm not going to work today, or if I do work, it's going to be a really bad job and whatever. Okay, what happens in those situations if they don't do their job? We let them go, right? We're like, okay, I guess you're no longer my lawn person because you not only didn't come, but when you did come, you did a really poor job. So yeah, you're, you're now removed from my life. Versus if it's a son, you know, sonship or a daughter, Meaning, if my children decide not to pick up their room or not to do the dishes when I ask them to, hey, spoiler alert, this happens, I don't disown them all of a sudden. I don't go, oh, well, I guess you're not my son anymore. I guess you're not my daughter anymore. No. Do I remind them, hey, what happened about those dishes? Of course, right? We have those conversations, but they can never, ever, ever, ever lose their spot as my son, and as my daughter. They just won't. There's no way. If you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about here. You cannot lose that position. They would not. There's nothing they could do that would ever make them lose their position as my son or as my daughter. Whereas a servant, yeah, they could, you know, a hired, hired help or hired, you know, somebody that I hired to help me with something, they could lose their position if they weren't doing the thing that they were hired for. Okay. I think you probably see the where I'm headed here. How many of us are operating as sons and daughters, uh, not from a place of security, but from a place of servanthood and striving? And really, that means we're not operating as a son or a daughter. We're operating out of a fear place of servant, of I have to do this or else. I'm striving. I'm trying to earn my worth. I'm trying to prove that I am of significance and value right? And so I want to bring you to this first, Galatians 4, 7. Now you are no longer a slave, but God's own child. And since you are his child, God has made you his heir. My friends, what we just read is huge. I, I want you, it's so important to me, and I only chose one verse today because this is very important that we do this. We've got to stop just reading or hearing these verses and not meditating on them. We need to start meditating. Really break down this verse. Let's do this slowly. You're no longer a slave, right? Slave, servant, like in bondage, meaning I have to do this or else, meaning I have to earn my worth. I have to prove to people that I'm worthwhile. I have to prove that I, you know, am somebody that is, you know, of significance and of value and of importance. No, you're no longer a slave to all those things, not just to sin, but to insecurity, to doubt, to fear, to rejection, to addictions. You're no longer a slave, but you're God's own child. And since you are his child... God has made you his heir. Remember this for a second. God owns everything. He owns it all. He created it all. It's his. 
Okay, we're heirs. And I am not just talking about financial blessing here. Yes, of course, that's a piece of it. I'm talking about all of it. I'm talking about the spiritual freedom that comes with being an heir of the God who is the spirit that we know, is the spirit that we, the peace, the, all the fruits of the spirit, right? The relationship piece, the every single thing, every area you can think of in your life, we have an inheritance that is ours because we are children of God. Now, I don't know if you are like me, but it's really hard to wrap my brain around that sometimes. And whenever I feel like that, I have to go back to just how Jesus would remind us, hey, you just need that faith that's as small as a mustard seed. And so sometimes I will come to God and I'll say, God, I know that your word says that I am your child and that I am because I'm your child, because I've been adopted in and and I am now part of this family. I'm also an heir to all the gifts that he wants to give us in all the ways. But then I also have to admit, but Lord, Sometimes I have a hard time believing and receiving this. Please help me. And then I have to choose to have that faith that's as small as a mustard seed and go, Father, even when I don't feel worthy or feel secure or feel whatever, even when I don't feel it, I know that it's true. I know because your word has said it. And if your word says it, then you will do it. God's word does not return null or void God is not a man that he could lie or change his mind. It's the truth, all right? And so here's the cool thing about what happens when we come to God like this. And first of all, we stand on the truth from his word. But then secondly, we also confess that, Lord, I, I'm reading this, but it's honestly not clicking sometimes. That right there, my friends, is deepening your security in him. It's deepening your relationship in Him with him. Can you just think of, Anytime you've had a good friend or a spouse or a family member where you've had a good heart to heart, you've ever had one of those and you left there feeling more connected because you had a heart to heart, didn't have a mind to mind, (laughs) you didn't have a knee to knee, you had a heart to heart. That meant you opened up your heart and you bared it all, right? You shared the victories and the defeats maybe and the worries and the everything in between. That's what that heart to heart means is like, hey, I'm lowering my walls. I'm being honest with myself. I'm being honest with you. And you make that secure connection. So here's what I want us to do. I want to finish out here with a little processing. And in the introduction of my book, Image Restored, I shared about a study that found a secure attachment to our creator improves body image and also other insecurities. I got really excited when I found this scholarly article that supported what we have known to be true and it wasn't even a it was a a secular one but even they found like huh isn't that so interesting that people who are actually attached to their you know their creator have are more secure i thought that was amazing and so here's what i want to do you know i addressed that piece in my book but here we are today talking i want to talk to you just for a second and give you space to Spend some time evaluating your secure attachment to God. Because I can sit here and I can tell you all the things and you could listen to all the podcasts, you could listen to all the books, you could do all the things, but we are only successful if all of our efforts are drawing us back to Jesus. 
drawing us back to our creator and deepening that attachment. We don't have time to go into it today, but in the future, I'm thinking of doing a series on, there's something called attachment theory and therapy. And it's all about how important our attachment in our formative years is. And I love, I'm just infatuated with this, the study of this. But for today's purposes, here's what I want you to do. I want you to, you can do this on a note on your phone if you want, if you are a pen to paper kind of person, if you have a notepad there, you can do that. But here's what I want you to do. This is going to be something that's kind of ongoing. So not so much, you could start it in one sitting, but then you're going to be an ongoing thing. And this is why I was like, eh, might be better on your phone. I want you to start a servant versus secure list on there. And I want you to start paying attention to your life and how you operate from a mindset and a position of being a servant or a slave versus secure, right? Now, when we're, we're secure, that doesn't mean we don't still serve. It is very fun to do this, this serving from that secure place. We do it from a place of overflow, not because we feel like we have to. All right, so start to pay attention to that. And if you feel like, oh my, my servant list, it's way bigger than my secure list, that's okay. We work on that secure list by anytime you see a, a verse that stands out to you, put it in there and let it be something that reminds you, oh yeah, the things that bring me closer to God, the things that remind me I am a son or a daughter, those are the things that make you go on, that should be on that secure list. What ways are you operating as a daughter today? Even you just hitting play on this podcast, that can go on the secure list. You know why? Because this, when you listen to something like this, or you read your Bible, or you go for a walk, or you do some, you know, listen to praise and worship music, those things are deepening your secure attachment to your creator because you made space for it, okay? And you're doing it from a place of, wanting to grow in that versus, oh, I have to do this. Okay, let me pray over us. Father, I thank you so much for every single person who is sitting under the sound of my voice. I thank you, Lord, that as we draw near to you, you draw near to us. Would you open our eyes today and show us the areas where we are operating out of fear? We are operating out of hustle and striving and feeling like we have to do something to earn worth. Jesus, we know you already did it all for us on the cross, not only just dying for our sins, but just so that we could live free as sons and daughters. May this be a truth that we live, not just something that we say with our minds and, you know, and in, in with our mouths, but that we live it, that we operate as heirs to your throne, that we would open our hands to receive our inheritance of freedom of life, of abundant life, even here on earth. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, friends, thank you for tuning in. As always, I try to share a resource with you here at the end. The best resource I'm just going to keep telling you about currently is my upcoming book. Um, you can go to imagerestoredbook.com, learn more about it. You can obviously pre-order and stuff, but then also just make sure you're on my email list because I do send a monthly newsletter. And then I've got other goodies that are about to be released as well that if you're on that list, you will be the first to know about. Well, that concludes today's talk therapy episode, and I'll see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.